1: Welcome to the rotowire dfs podcast i'm your host josh hayes joined as always by benny Ricciardi as we break down the thursday nba dfs slate you can always find benny on twitter at benny r11 and over at rotocurve rotowire and as a feature writer on the DraftKings kings playbook and you can also find me on twitter at josh hayes fs benny welcome to 12 teams six games of fancy goodness in the nba for dfs
2: yeah, I'm actually not complaining. It's a lot better than the three-game slate we did on Monday. So Thursday is always one of those days where there's not a lot of games. And six, to be honest with you, is actually kind of a lot for a Thursday. So not complaining at all.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We should thank our lucky stars that we're not talking about whether do you want to use Ishmith or you don't want to use Ishmith. What? How do you feel about Ishmith? Oh, that's like all we have to talk about like on the Monday show. So, um, Yeah. Uh, here, by the way, some breaking news for you in the NBA. Joakim Noah is unhappy <laughs> with his role. Uh, how about call that all season long? You know, this is like nice uh, nice information for you guys out there, breaking news. So I, I expect the Chicago Bulls actually to do something because, um, you know, Derrick Rose is a bad fit and Joakim Noah is a definitely a tradable piece. Uh, so uh, we'll see how that ends up shaking out. I don't know what's the answer for that team, but they've been on a, on a losing streak and it's been – Bad overall for fantasy value with the the exception of, like, Jimmy Butler for the most part. So uh, we'll see how that ends up shaking out. And, you know, while we're at it, we should talk about the Thursday Slate and the Chicago Bulls who actually finally have a winnable game on the schedule. Uh, They're facing the Philadelphia 76ers. So let's talk about the point guard position here for Thursday's action and your top options.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've kind of been finding myself looking more towards some of the cheap options on this slate uh Steph Curry is the most expensive player we have here going up against the Lakers which isn't a horrible matchup by any stretch but you always got to worry about the blowout factor when you have um you know anybody basically going up against the Lakers but especially this Golden State team uh Kyle Lowry against Orlando is not really a great matchup Ish Smith is somebody that I like but my problem is he's getting a little too expensive you know at at $7,000 basically over on DraftKings you know, even if he has a big upside game and gets you 40 points, you know, there's really not a lot of upside left there at at the price that he's at. Um, Rondo against Utah. I like Rondo. He's expensive. Utah's a slow paced team. You got Gobert back in there. Now, you know, we've already seen the totals in those games starting to drop now that he's back. So, I don't know if I'm really looking that way. Same thing with Reggie Jackson against uh, Memphis, another team that's good defensively. Kyrie Irving against the San Antonio Spurs, another team that we try not to target. So for me, I'm looking at guys like, you know, Tony Parker, who's been playing amazing lately. Uh, He's still only around like $5,000 over on DraftKings. You know, put up 30 and 40 fantasy points in two of his last three games, has a bunch of games over 30, which at his price is 6x value, so... For me, I think it's a day to go cheap. We also have um, (laughs) Derrick Rose and Mike Conley who are both questionable for this game. If Conley's out, you know, Chalmers has been a guy that we've been rolling with, so he's somebody I'd look at. If we know that Derrick Rose is going to be out, I think you can look at a guy like Aaron Brooks. But remember, the last time Rose was out, we also saw Kurt Heinrich get, um, you know, 20, 25 minutes as well. So it's not like uh, Brooks is a direct swerve, but I do think that he has more upside. So he would be the, the cheaper of the Bulls point guards I would take if, uh, you know, Derek Rose winds up not being in the game. But for the most part, I think I'm going cheap at the point guard spot today. That's kind of what I've been looking at.
1: Yeah, you can definitely uh, make a case for a number of players uh, overall. So I uh, I think is, there's going to be some pretty strong options uh, for, for us to take advantage of here. Uh, I'm actually, uh, I believe that uh Derrick Rose is going to be a guy who's questionable with that knee issue there. There was a there's a number of Bulls that are banged up um, that may not make this game there as well. Um, Paul Gasol is another play that we can sort of you know tag and, uh, and look at here. So there could be some um, you know Aaron Brooks could be potentially in, in play here. Um, I'm actually going to you know we talked about Ishmith like as a joke uh, at the beginning of the show, but I actually think it's a pretty strong play uh, overall with. with, with with or without Derrick Rose, um, talking about how bad the Chicago Bulls have been struggling, they were already, as it was, um, bottom three in point guard defense. Uh, so Ishmith was you know, actually one of the top projected options and still at a super reasonable price. And you take a look at the price tag payoff, 6.2 uh, times value or better in three of the past four games at under 7 k So um, now no more joking around. I'm for real. You should be playing Smith. Uh, in 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 the spot here uh, as well. Now uh, the way, way I also have this sh- uh, shaking out here is you you could take a look at a guy like um, maybe Mario Chalmers again if Mike Conley uh, continues to to have to sit here with his uh, Achilles injury. Um, this is a guy here at, at minimum at minimum has paid out five point three times the price tag there in five straight games. Once again got uh, you know duplicated his performance. Uh, in back-to-back games with thirty-two point two five fantasy points, almost uh, doubled almost gets a double-double bonus with ten points and, uh, and, uh, and nine assists. It wasn't a great, uh, like a pretty looking performance there, but you know that's cash safe with some GPP upshot upside uh, there as well. So, um, not going to be too interested in Steph Curry because I'm almost sure that the Lakers are getting blown out in this game uh, w- once again. So take that for what you for what you want. Uh, I think Kyle Lowry. You know, even though he's projected to have a better matchup, um, you know, uh, def- um, uh, against Orlando, it is Victor Oladipo defense. So I don't think you're getting the entire story uh, there as well. I do. I'm okay with Kyle Lowry as a as a top cash game option, um, but Victor Oladipo is a um, top class defender in, in my mind. Just you know, mm-hmm. in, in terms of the the eyeball test, this is the guy who's you know. One of the reasons he was, uh, get, you know, gets a Team USA invite every couple years is because of his defensive ability. And now that he's playing point guard, that's bad news for Kyle Lowry in, in my mind. So um, I have that's the way I have that shaking out. And um, I'm okay with Ray John Rondo as a, as a um, you know secondary option. There we've talked about how um, the. Uh, production level has sort of fallen off just a little bit. The scoring has uh, taken a little bit of a dip, but the last game was against the Golden State Warriors. Did still put up 12 assists and is a pretty trustworthy um, assist guy. Uh, you know, uh, throughout the Golden State game, he had nine steals in the past two games previous against LA and OKC. So, um, and uh, you might actually get an additional discount when it comes to Thursday's pricing uh, because the uh, you know production level has fallen off uh, for about three straight games from that $8,400 price tag. So something else that I'm keeping an eye on. A lot of cheap options there that you can uh, m- uh, make a move to depending on the injury news. And um, if you really want to roll Steph Curry against L.A., I'm fine with that, but I don't really think the, there's much chance that you're going to get four quarters of, of production from him. So uh, use at your own risk. All right, shooting guard up next for the Thursday slate, Benny. Let's talk about your top options here.
2: Yeah, I think today is a day where I wouldn't mind using a second and maybe even a third shooting guard. Um, I know we usually talk about how on on DraftKings with roster construction, we like to put a point guard down in that guard spot at the bottom. Um, But for me today, I think there's enough solid shooting guards that I have a lot of faith in that I would be fine with rolling two of them out there. Um, The top option for me is going to be Jimmy Butler. Anytime Derrick Rose is out, we always know that Jimmy Butler is the guy we should look at. He picks up his uh, usage rate. He picks up the assist. You know, he still does the scoring, still plays the defense and rebounds, block shots, steals, all that other stuff that we love about him. So for me, he's far and away the top option against Philly, which is a great matchup for anybody at any position, really. But even coming down from him there... Um, we have Victor Oladipo, who you talked about, you know, guy that's been putting up some really good numbers lately, starting point guard now over uh, in Orlando. You know, he's been reaching value for you, still a little bit cheap. You got Rodney Hood going up against a high-paced Sacramento team uh, with Burks out and with Favors out. You know, Hood has taken on more of a scoring role, and Sacramento's a team that plays at such a fast pace that he should get a chance to get a few extra shots, a few extra possessions, and score a few extra fantasy points there. And then um, even a little bit lower than that, you also have uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, KCP. Uh, Memphis is not an easy matchup overall, but again, this guy's really cheap, plays an absolute ton of minutes, and is a pretty solid guy that's going to get you 25 to 30 fantasy points, which is about what you need at his price. The one guy that I'm a little on the fence about here is Lou Williams. Um, I know everybody's been playing him, and everybody loves him, and he's been reaching value lately. Uh, if you look back at like his last eight or nine games, whenever he sees 30 minutes, he gets you 30 fantasy points or more, which is you know pretty good value. His price has come up, though. He's up to 6400 right now, so he's no longer cheap. And if you look at his recent game logs, the one game that he really didn't do all that well was that game against Golden State. And again, I expect this to be a blowout, so I don't know exactly how the minutes and everything are going to work themselves out. You know, if Kobe's out, I think that solidifies Lou Williams' minutes a little more. Um, But again, I think he's a guy that I'm a little bit on the fence with. So I know a lot of people are talking about him. But as far as shooting guards go, I think you have better options today. So he's probably the one guy that you're going to see a lot of people mention that I'm going to put on my list of guys I'm going to be fading for uh, Thursday's sleep.
1: Yeah, I'm not messing around with any Lakers in this matchup. And I know that there's, you know, some cheap prices there and some big totals. Um, But, you know, if uh, if the uh, Warriors do what they're supposed to do in this matchup, it won't be close and it'll be over by the third quarter. And then we could you know, you're going to be like, oh, man, maybe I should have played Anthony Brown. Yeah, I'm just not. uh, No, thank you. Not going there. So um, that's the way I'm. am. I, I end up seeing this information shaking out, and I'm. I'm gonna just consider it, and an, an all around fade from my perspective. Yeah. Um, I will, however, get shares of Jimmy Butler because I think this might be a spot where the Chicago Bulls, a, have been struggling quite a bit. Uh, they've lost three in a row, and I mean, granted they've all been to quality teams. If you still consider Milwaukee a quality team, they were a playoff team last uh, year. But you, we know that Jimmy Butler likes to go absolute ham sandwich whenever Derrick Rose is out, and I think that because they might be also missing Pau Gasol and Derrick Rose, there like you're going not only you're gonna get some heavy lifting from Jimmy Butler, um, but they might struggle more than normal to get um, uh, this game into blowout territory. Uh, against the Philadelphia 76 Sixers, and it's on the road. So, and I believe this is going to be, yeah, this is going to be three out of four uh, <coughs> in games that they've they've played overall. They play uh, Monday, Tuesday, uh, not in action in Wednesday, I believe, and then um, you know Thursday game. They're 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 back in there. He put up a fifty ball. Uh, against Milwaukee, and that was good for almost six times value, and you're going to need that again. He's going to have a very good shot to do so. And that, if he hits it, this is going to be his fourth 50 ball in the in the last seven games. So Jimmy Butler, top option, definitely okay. think you should pay up. Um, and then on the flip side of that, I'm definitely um, good with getting shares of Rodney Hood. We've talked about how bad Sacramento is in terms of uh, um, shooting guard defense and, and Ben McLemore. They haven't fixed that. Uh, so that's still uh, definitely a, a viable option um in in that spot there as well um aside from that i'm not like super uh blown away or or uh excited uh, uh about a ton of options it looks like you know in the in the spot i'm not really excited about anything value town
2: uh oh, no. well yeah me either i think the lowest i go is like that kcp range
1: yeah you know and you know kcp it is against memphis um and they've actually been giving some extra um, minutes to tony allen now that they've been missing matt Barnes. so i'm i i do not know how or or where tony allen gets uh, matched up matched up probably could be potentially um at the three or the two but um because i don't know for sure uh, that's why i I, what's why i would trust the kcp play less than i would normally normally the, the the uh the game logs and the numbers uh look fairly solid uh uh, overall, and I I do we getting some hefty shares of uh, Victor Oladipo as well, but I don't really want to get in there against Kyle Lowry, who's been uh, known as a as a quality defender overall. So you're very limited in terms of option. I'm definitely paying up for uh, for, for Jimmy Butler and Rodney Hood is where you can make a case for yourself t- um, to get some um, uh, good minutes at a discounted price tag, and then everything else after that is um, you know b- buyer beware at your own risk. Uh, is the way I'm going to treat it. So very limited in terms of what I, um, what I want to do personally at the shooting guard position here. What you shouldn't limit yourself to uh, from here is whether or not you're getting the free fantasy information and projections that are available at RotoWire.com/pod. So if you love the podcast, you love the information that we provide to you, you can get access to it for free on a 10-day trial at RotoWire.com/pod. line up optimizers for all the sports you love: MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college football, and. Soccer, up to the minute depth charts, customizable league projections, and complete draft kits for all you season longers. Make sure you check it out, Rotowire.com/pod. Let them know that Josh and Benny sent you, and uh, you won't regret it. All right, we won't uh, be remiss to talk about some top options at the small forward position here, Benny. Uh, let's talk about some um, LBJ, some Kawhi Leonard, some Rudy Gay. We got some some big names here, but I think there's actually um, this might be the spot where you can talk about um a guy or two that you want to step out in value town here so uh let's let's talk about your approach for small forward for thursday
2: yeah um well i mean the first question you really got to ask yourself is if you want to mess with the matchup of lebron james going up against kawhi leonard now i think i might have a little bit of a different take on this than some other people do so let me kind of give you my ideas but Personally, I could not argue with anybody who decides to fade them both with them going up against each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: My thoughts on this, though, are if you look back in the, in the game logs, um, even dating back to last year, because these two teams don't play all that much. When these two guys go up against each other, you know, Kawhi is considered one of the best defenders in the league. And LeBron is obviously one of the best players in the league. I feel like this is one of those games where LeBron kind of tells the coach, hey, you know that whole thing I told you about getting me some rest and some less minutes? Like, you know, that doesn't really apply today. So I kind of feel like we're going to see LeBron play. Last year he played 43 minutes in the regular season matchup against the Spurs. And I think he kind of takes it personal, like, you know, the him and Kawhi battle. Both guys had like 50, 60 fantasy points last year, so they're both getting near like 5.5 to 6x in this matchup. I think every minute LeBron is on the floor, you're going to see Kawhi on the floor on the other side. I think they're going to be matched up against each other. I do think Kawhi is a great defensive player, and I also think LeBron is one of the best offensive players we have. And I think that both of these guys are going to be able to still put up some numbers against each other. So I think you can actually look at both of them if you wanted to. Um, an easier matchup for me, though, is I really like Gordon Hayward going up against Sacramento. You know, he's taken on more of the scoring role with Burks out. He's taken on, you know, with Favors out. And Sacramento, as we said, it's a high-paced team. They play fast, extra possessions, extra shots, extra rebounds, extra assists. You know, basically everybody's numbers get ticked up a little bit when you're playing at that pace. So if you don't want to mess with the LeBron James-Kawhi Leonard thing, I think Gordon Hayward is probably the top option up there that I like. Uh, then the only other guy who I really you know, I'm kind of looking at in like the mid-range pricing is uh, Harrison Barnes. And it has a lot to do with the fact that Andre Iguodala may be out in this game. So if you have no Iguodala and the game does turn into a little bit of a blowout against the Lakers, I think there's a good chance we see Barnes, whose minutes have been slowly increasing since he came back from injury last week. You know, I think this is finally the game we see him get back over 30 minutes, and I think he can get back over 30 fantasy points if he does that. So... He's the uh, the cheaper option that I've been looking at at this point. All
1: right. I think I can get on board with um, basically every option there. So that, um, that makes sense to me. I'm, I'm definitely um, in the camp of, you know, let's just stay away from the, the, the San Antonio Spurs, and I don't really want Kawhi Leonard on the flip side of that as well. Uh, as well. So I will um, remove myself from that option. I'm, I'm okay uh, with the Gordon Hayward call there. Um, I want to keep my eyes peeled. On what happens with Amri Casper here because he has missed, uh, you know, four straight games. Uh, but the price is, has uh, remained flat and reasonable uh, overall. Once he's gotten to the sixty five hundred range, he's had a tougher time uh, paying off this price tag there. But it, it, Gordon Hayward is a guy that I uh, feel very solid about um, at, attacking in terms of defense, and you know, it's going to be tougher there uh, uh, overall with Rudy Gobert in the, in the mix there for sure. Um, but something you should sort of keep your eyes appealed uh, for uh in my mind on the uh, um in a similar vein to there but, but in at a, at a cheaper uh value overall i'm going to take a look at uh james johnson the 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 game log is is ugly uh, from the last game but they blew out philly so they didn't need him to play much you can really expect him to rather than look at the 12 minutes that he played in the previous game is count him for 20 to 26 uh, plus and it's it's a thirty seven hundred dollars price tag and I' have a hard time believing that price comes up after he threw up the dud against uh, Philly there as also well. I think he's a prime punt option against uh, Orlando um, in that spot so I, I definitely think that's a uh, a spot for for us to sort of take advantage of uh, there as well and then you know um, you mentioned Tony Allen I it's a little, a little bit uh you know, sketch to me to, uh, to to determine what he's doing. You need to know what's going out with uh, Matt Barnes. If Matt Barnes is out, I'm totally fine with Tony Allen because he's been um, crushing mm-hmm. for, for the most part at under five k. Um, you know, has a double double in there. Went for seventeen and seven and four steals. Good for thirty four fantasy points. If he gets to thirty four fantasy points again at under five k, you're over seven x. There yeah. as well, and he had eight X in the two uh, you know games previous to that, but the price tag was definitely cheaper uh, in those spots. Tony Allen is my X factor, um, yes. for the Wednesday slot. and
2: I and I think you hit the nail right on the head. Like the way to figure out whether or not he's in play is basically to look at Matt Barnes. If Matt Barnes is out the minutes for Tony Allen are going to be more solidified. And, I mean, if you look at those last couple games, he's played over 30-something minutes. So if we're getting 30-something minutes out of him with Barnes out, which is, in my opinion, the only – would you agree that's the only way he's going to get those minutes Right. is if Barnes is out? Mm -hmm. If Barnes is out, I definitely think Tony Allen is a a, a viable, you know, cheap puntish kind of option. Um, But if Barnes is in, he would be off the table for me.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree with you there as well. So that's the way I, I I'm looking at it. Some of the middling options there in the middle are a little bit tough to make a case for. Uh, there, you know. Uh, Rudy Gay has been super consistent. Uh, mind you, I, I will say that, and the price has been fairly flat uh, overall. You know, the Sacramento has been playing with a ton of pace. It's going to be tougher for for them to play uh, with pace. Um, but you know, he still ended up scoring twenty three points uh, at home against Utah there on December eighth. So I think he's fairly fairly safe if he's still in the seven k range and, and you want to use him and. Um, You know, so that's all right. In my point, it's a little bit tougher since they have to go on the road, but they have had a ton of rest. And I don't think they've uh, Sacramento has played since Saturday, if I'm correct, Saturday or Sunday. So Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be at least, I think, three days of rest before they travel on the road. It's not a long road trip for them as well. So I'm okay in the in the milling range. If you want to pay up for Rudy Gay, you have some extra cash and you don't feel like going full on punt. Uh, you know, in the, in the price range of, of the Tony Allen or the James Johnson. Um, and that's probably as far as I'm willing to pay up uh, overall. Anybody who wants to use Kwai, fine at your own risk. And I still um, am good with, uh, with Gordon Hayward as well. Um, so we've given you some top options that are priced uh, uh, reasonably high and um, some value there at the small forward position. All right, Power Forward. Up next, let's talk about who's going to be man in the paint for you for Thursday action.
2: Yeah, the the power forward spot is not all that great on Thursday night. Um, the guys that I'm looking at, if I'm going to pay up a little bit, uh, I have LaMarcus Aldridge on my short list. Now, for those of you who don't know, I mean, some people probably just cringe, but take a look at his recent game logs. In the last, I think it's five of the last six games, he's gone for um, 6x or better for you. He's gone 6.4, 6, 5.1. 4.3 was his bad game against the Knicks, and then 6.3 and 6.1x at like 67, 6,800. So he's starting to get more involved in the offense. He's taken some more shots right now, posted four double-doubles in his last six games, and hasn't had less than nine rebounds in any of those games. Um, I think this is going to be a close game with Cleveland. I think it's going to be back and forth, and I think we're going to see, you know, most of the starters on San Antonio, or at least the key players, play closer to the 35 minutes, you know, that they played in some of these recent games. That That's really what the thing that was holding Aldridge back earlier in the year was. He was only getting like 27 to 30 minutes. It seems like he's getting a few more minutes now. You know, he played 32 against Houston, came back, played 34 against the Knicks, played 35 against Detroit. I mean, I haven't seen him play more than 33 minutes Basically, the last time he played more than thirty-three minutes was back in October twenty-fifth. So all the way a week before Halloween was the last time we've seen him get as much time as he's gotten in. You know, three of the last five games. So with this game likely being close and going down to the wire, I think it's another game we could expect thirty-five minutes out of him, and you know, probably forty fantasy points during that time. So I'm a big fan of LaMarcus Aldridge on uh, on this slate. Um, I think you could look at a guy like Zach Randolph. He's been a little bit up and down. And, you know, sometimes he gets 24, 25 minutes. Sometimes he gets 30 minutes. It really all depends on how they match up. Uh, Detroit, I think, is a, a team where they could put him in there because I think he can match up fine with Ursan Eliasova. I don't think that's a bad matchup for them. And as long as Barnes is out, that's, you know, one less guy who they got to, you know, mix players in with over there. So I think that um, Randolph is probably somebody else I would look at. Strictly for GPPs, though. And then from there, I mean, you got guys like Noel and Miritich who've been okay getting you, like, 5x value. And, you know, if I had to drop down even further from there, you know, we're back down to talking about Larry Nance Jr. And, you know, the fact that he's just getting the minutes and producing because he's so cheap. But, you know, again, I'm not going to argue with the points wherever they come from. So that's basically the guys that I'm looking at here at Power Forward. I'm not paying up for Boogie going up against Utah. Um, I think they're also on a back-to-back as well, so... You know, he's um, probably not somebody that's on my radar. I don't want to take Kevin Love against San Antonio. And, you know, that pretty much leaves you with the options that we talked about.
1: Yeah, so um, uh, I'm, I understand the call uh, against because Cousins. I'm not too concerned about it um, overall because they have a chance to just uh, house um, the – uh, New Orleans Pelicans there as well. He'll probably still play a good amount of minutes there as well, but um, I think he's still at least cash safe. So if you don't want to use him in GPPs, um, I understand where you're coming there from uh, as well. Nico Meritage to me is a guy who has to be in line for a big role with the amount of injuries that they're currently um, rolling with right now. Uh, so and the price tag is still under six K on on DK, so he's a must uh, uh, play, uh, in my mind, I'm going to stay away from the golden state Lakers stuff. even though you know, you can get some, you have been able to get some value out of both Randall and Larry Nance, um, a, as of late, I actually prefer a guy, uh, right now, like Bobby Portis, um, who, um, like he looks like an all around fade, but if you're going to, if, if they're going to have, uh, the injury issues that they have right now with, um, uh but you know pal gasol and whatnot you could actually see him uh get upticked in the in the spot and same situation here with taj taj gibson uh there as well know taj has been playing 26 plus minutes there overall and these game logs look ugly for both portis and and taj so if you want to you know just say you know buyer beware gpp only uh you know at your own risk i'm i'm totally fine with uh with all of those calls uh, there as well, this may be a spot where you want to just be on the flip side of it because you know, there's a lot of injury for the bulls and go and go with a guy like New Orleans Noel, who's been, you know, threatening a double double in three of the past four on DraftKings as of late and is, you know, reasonably priced at 6,600. So I'm, uh, I'm okay with that sort of a swerve, uh, there, uh, as well. And, you know, another guy that we've sort of just haven't probably given enough credit to because, you know he's taken a step back in terms of role. Well, he stepped it back. He stepped back into the limelight in my, in my mind. And that's LaMarcus Marcus Aldridge. I think right now we're in a zone where he's super reasonable. He's double doubled here in what let's see, like four of the past seven. It looks like if you call it six, if you if you throw out the rest game against Utah. Overall, look at this: 22 and 13, 25 and 11, 16 and 11, then 24 and 21. So 21 um, points or more in four of the past six games and a double double in four of the past six and that's what we're talking about here <coughs> in every game he double doubled he hit uh six times value in three out of the four and then um the one where he went 24 and nine against houston he still paid off six times value there as well even without the bonus he just decided to throw in two steals for fun so the Aldridge is my little sneaky guy there who's um not super expensive but you can uh um, pay for and being a, in, a, in a very good spot overall. And then the power you know, the power forward position is definitely, the, uh, to me, one that sh- that's the weak spot in the Cleveland D that you want to attack. Kevin Love is your guy uh, there as well, who's not going to be defensive stalwart by any stretch. So I'm loving some of the Marcus Aldridge. I want to get some exposure to Nico Maricic because of the injuries. And if you want to go you know, down below that to Taj and Bobby Portis for, for GPP purposes, I'm fine with there as well. Uh, don't forget to, by the way, Derek Favors, questionable. With um, back spasms uh, a- as well in this matchup. So if the Kings decided to go stretch four, uh, then you could feel a little bit better about Trevor Booker versus Rudy Gay um, in the stretch role there as well. And you know Omri Crass be back back in the uh, the mix um, as well. The chance that you know Omri crafty doesn't play thirty plus minutes because he he missed the past four games. So I'll I'll give him the the one game wait and see sort of treatment. Um, but that's how I'm uh, approaching the slate overall. I think you can you can create yourself a solid mix of top options, good value in the middle, and some cheap uh, GPPs. If you're looking to gamble just a little bit on the Thursday slate, all right. And uh, you know what, you shouldn't be gambling here. Benny with is with your next website. So uh, you know, if you are looking for a website, you're a business owner. Why not do it yourself with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix makes it easy to get your website live today. So you need to get the word about your out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag and drop editor. There's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or a designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites every day. So when you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy to be worrying about your budget, scheduling appointments, or too busy to build a website for yourself. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free. So go to WIX.com and create your own website today. The results will be stunning. All right, time to put a bow on the show with your top options at the center position for the Thursday slate.
2: Yeah, um, well, the first thing I want to, before we get into this, I kind of want to ask this question because, you know, I think this guy becomes a premier value play if this works out the way I think it will. Um, You know, Draymond Green is probably going to be sitting for the next game or two, according to what Luke Walton said. Mm -hmm. Do you think Maurice Spates is the guy that picks up those minutes? Because that's how I have it written down right now. And if he's 3,400 and is going to be getting 25 to 30 minutes in this game, you know, when we've seen him play over 20 minutes, he puts up over 20 fantasy points just about every time he does it. Uh, The last time he saw big minutes, I think it was like 30, no, not even 30. He played 23 minutes um, three games ago, and he wound up with 31 fantasy points. You know, he's been going 15, 18, 20 minutes and getting 16, 17, 20 fantasy points. So do you think he's going to get 25 to 30 minutes in this game without Draymond Green in there? Or who else do they have that could play the power forward center role? Because I don't see them playing like Zili and um, Bogut together,
1: right? Are you referring to Spates? yeah or, okay yeah spates to me is the first man up and he would yeah we would get okay. some extra minutes and if we talk about we, we saw in, in a couple spots where he did get elevated in either because of the blowout roll or you know whatever um the situation may be we saw 21 minutes against dallas on december 30th and he and 18 fancy points was good for six ta- six point two times value so there's that and then 31 fancy points in 23 minutes uh against the la lakers because once again it was they were running them out the gym um mm-hmm. and that was good for 10 times value so yes at barely like 400 dollars above minimum value you definitely need to throw Murray Spates um on your radar and you know like if you want to go um you know super uh, crazy home run play there's a couple different ways that this could uh end up shaking out um in this matchup because there isn't really like you don't really have to worry about the Lakers rebounding and you know in terms of whatever they do on defensively so they can um, actually, go with maybe like a combination of like Brandon Rush and Harrison Barnes, who they've been threatening to get into the starting lineup, uh, you know, sooner anyway, and just play stretch four. They can mm-hmm. go, and which I would be fine with uh, with uh, Brandon Rush as a play. If or um, what they could do is I believe they've been giving McAdoo some extra minutes. Um, ah, yeah, that's
2: well. it. I forgot about him.
1: Yeah, so keep McAdoo on your radar to see what ends up happening in that starting lineup there as well, and then like the last thing that probably happens but you know you sort of still have to keep on the radar is um jason thompson who probably is is like the uh last resort option but if they want to keep their like overall rotation intact in and just go with a direct replacement for them i could probably i could see jason thompson getting like you know 15 minutes and then keep Murray spates in their role and everybody else in the same role as well so they don't have to Ooh. really overhaul everything so it will be interesting to see what, what what ends up happening but i think you're right i don't think you're going to see like extra minutes for azalee paired with um you, you know andrew okay. Bogut because yeah. that's just not how they play no. So um, even though that would probably actually make a little bit more sense from a defensive standpoint, but it doesn't matter because everybody's such a great defender uh, on that team. You know, you can um, sort of uh, you know sort out those minutes um, a, a couple different ways. So there's your entire depth chart breakdown, courtesy of Rotowire.com. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get your up to the minute depth charts, don't forget Rotowire.com slash pod, and, and we we got you covered right there. Um, yeah, that is a um, premium function. That uh, they that, that they provide, so you can. But you can get access for free. All you have to do is uh, check the site out we, that we just mentioned here. All right, so let's. Um, so we've sent, now that we've broken that down. Let's talk about what else you want to do here um, at the uh, center position in terms of value. I'm. I'm. By the way, this. Um, the latest information I have is Pagosol is potentially probable uh, for the Thursday slate with a shoulder injury. Uh, don't um, like lock into it when we. Like we always say, we record 36 hours in advance. And but I, you know, even though that he has come out and said that he um, wants to play through the shoulder sprain or whatever he has and stuff like that, this is a prime opportunity for the Bulls to just sit down and rest this guy against Philly, a team that they should handle with their second unit mm-hmm. um, overall. So keep an eye on that. If Gasol plays, and then, then you can just throw everything else that i that i said about you know taj gibson and you know bobby be, be, um uh, being you know potential options but if you see them out of the mix then you can start considering somebody at the center position like joe noah for example or maybe you like um norone as well or jalil okafor who has finally be, been starting to get the minutes that we uh are accustomed to um back when you know we were using him earlier on the season and you know Back-to-back games where he's gotten 32 plus minutes or more. So, um, who else do you want to get some exposure to?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, on paper, Powell looks like the play, but I agree with you. I think that there's a chance that they rest him or, or don't give him his full minutes here. So, even though you're going to see him popping up as like one of the best DVP options and you know someone who's been putting up a ton of numbers, I don't know how safe I feel like Powell is. Um, you know, on on the slate, I think that. I'm gonna step down to like the second tier. Um, you know, you got the guys like Andre Drummond, Marcus All, Nikolai Bucevich are all Nikola Vucevic are all a little more expensive. But if you go down to that second tier, there, you got guys like Okafor, who you just mentioned that's six thousand, who hasn't been great since coming back from injury, but has been good enough to pay off a six thousand dollar price tag on a few occasions. Um, you got Rudy Gobert, who is also fresh back from injury, going up against Sacramento. Um, you know, again, Gobert. You know, is still cheap. He's like fifty nine to sixty one hundred. He's been on DraftKings the last couple games. He's been putting up like twenty five to thirty fantasy points in a paced up matchup here. You could easily see him having one of his better games. So I think he's in play. You know, even uh, Valacunas against um, Orlando. You know, he's been putting up some pretty good numbers in a few of his recent starts. He's had forty fantasy points a couple times. Is doing it for about six k. And then old man Tim Duncan in a game against Cleveland where you think this is going to be one of those games where he does get a few extra minutes. I mean, let's face it, he's been putting up 40 fantasy points when he sees the minutes, but he's been alternating 40 fantasy points in 28 to 30 minutes with, you know, 15 fantasy points in like 17 or 18 minutes when they don't need him. So with Duncan, what you really got to do is try to target the games that they're going to need him. And I think in this matchup against Cleveland is going to be one of the games where they give him... You know, a few extra minutes, which also means they're probably going to rest them if they play back to back on Friday. But I think for this game, it's a game that you can look at them. I mean, Duncan's only 5,300. There aren't many guys who you've already seen put up 40, 45 points that you can get for 5,300 and are in a matchup that it's a situation where they should be able to do it again. So... I know not a lot of people play him a lot, but when I have a matchup that I think Tim Duncan's going to see a lot of minutes in, I have no problem rolling him out there. And for a $5,300 price tag, I definitely think this is one of those times.
1: All right. I'm 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 not on team uh, old man Duncan, but I will say this. I think you're right um, here. And maybe I just need to put a, set aside my um, senior citizen bias against Tim Duncan because in the games where he's played um, significant minutes, there mm-hmm. at that price tag that you just mentioned here – Um, seven and a half X is the floor that he produced. 20, if
2: he, if he plays when he plays 25 minutes, you know, over the course of the, these recent games, he hasn't had less than 39 fantasy points. And again, you're getting him at five K, you know, the two. And if you look at it, like, look at his recent game logs, his last five, he had 39 fantasy points against Milwaukee, um, played 27 minutes. Then he came back two days later, had 39 fantasy points against Utah and 25 minutes And then they had the game against the Knicks and the game against Brooklyn where he only played 20 and 21 minutes and finished with 15 and 21 fantasy points. And then he played 29 minutes against Detroit and finished with 40 fantasy points. So when they give him the extra minutes, he gives you the production. Mm -hmm. You know, you just got to figure out which games are going to be those games that he gets the extra minutes. And I think with them, you know, having having a day off coming into this one, Mm-hmm. I think this will be one of those games where he sees twenty five to thirty minutes and yeah. winds up getting you thirty five to forty fantasy points.
1: Right, and you know that there's not this is not be gonna be a game that they blow out anybody with uh with Cleveland on the slate uh mm-hmm. as well. So there's there's that piece of it too. So um you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take advantage of the um early bird breakfast special with Tim Duncan, take my senior citizen discount, enjoy half off on my breakfast, and um make make a case for getting him into my lineups there. I I like yeah. that call there as well. Um, the one other thing I also am going to do here is I want some exposure to both sides of this game with uh, Nikola Vucevic. I think he's uh, a, a nice solid uh, uh, guy that you can use that's been sitting in the 7K range. It's been hitting uh, uh, six times value. Uh, in the last couple of contests of you know, 42 and 45 fantasy points, good for 6.1 and 6.3x against Jonas Valanciunas, who we know is not an elite defender. And on the flip side of that, I'll take Jonas Valanciunas as well at 50 5,500 range. Take a look at the price tag payoff here. And two of the last three, 41 fantasy points against Brooklyn, good for 8.1 times x. And then um, bounces back against Philly with 28 minutes there, 36 fantasy points for 6.6x. Uh, so uh, I like both sides of it, and I and you can use that as my as your like designated flex play. Uh, I'll say so if you're setting like a cash line up there, and you're like, okay, I have, you know, um. You know, 5500 ish are uh, available. Jonas Valanciunas would be my guy. And if I have up to 7 um, I, I can s- definitely see a case f- um, uh, for Vucevic. I don't know if I said Valanciunas the first time. But Valanciunas for cheap. Vucevic if you have some more money overall. Or you can just take the, the, the extra $15 you can save from JV and go upgrade in another position. So um, I'm okay with all of those uh, uh, plays uh, overall. And one little disclaimer here. Uh, about the situation here with Rudy uh, Rudy Gobert. Demarcus Cousins is, you know, like I said, the king of getting um, players in foul trouble. There of all, and Rudy Gobert is a guy who's aggressive defensively. So this could go one of two ways. This could go bad for DeMarcus Cousins or this could go bad for Rudy Gobert. I don't think there's a spot where you actually like either side that you're going to be on. Because DeMarcus Cousins um, leads the league in free throw attempts uh, among centers there as well. And I think he's top two or top three in the NBA overall, like behind James Harden. So either Rudy Gobert is going to get him into trouble, foul trouble, which he's also known for because he, he does – dumb things like you know reach in uh, all the time um and i'm gonna i'm gonna spare everybody by the way the demarcus cousins uh three-point shooting stat special so we don't have to have a full benny rant because we're like already almost 45 minutes into this show well you
2: know what here's the easy way to look at it while demarcus cousins is standing out at the three-point line shooting threes he's not getting
1: gobert and foul trouble so you don't got to worry about it at all there you go you don't know it could be a four-point play benny could could be a four-point play um
2: why would uh, you foul a guy shooting a three who shouldn't be out there shooting him anyway
1: let him shoot. Him. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna save the <laughs> save the listeners. I'm sparing them. We could go full on rant, but I'm not gonna do it. So there's my disclaimer too um from those guys that you could uh continue uh could potentially play there as well. I think we've sufficiently covered the center position there. We've given you some great options in all spots, and that's gonna wrap it up for today's show. Don't forget you can check out uh the Roto Wide Defense podcast on iTunes and Stitcher for your down Convenience. Don't forget to share, subscribe, leave five stars or maybe four and a half if you're, you know, you're not totally satisfied. And then then just tell us why. And then we'll work on it. We'll, we're, we're, we're willing to get into the gym, work on our game, get a couple layups in, shoot some, some half-court threes like Steph Curry. We'll make it happen for you. Uh, and in the meantime, you can always follow Benny on Twitter at BennyR11. Send all your comments and compl- complaints and questions to me uh, on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you.